Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. I saw that, I saw that, Leilani. Yeah, Raiders. I don't know what's going on, but mm, okay. Anyway, that's for another year to talk about. <laughs> All I know is this. Argentina's world champion for the next four years. <laughs> Eat it. I love it. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Sergio. I'll be your host. And uh, coming back. Okay, so, um, God, Ron, where you been, bro? I've been playing around with a new hip. Okay, so you're trying to be hip? Yep. You know, it's just one of those things, and, uh, you know, it's an old thing. Well, welcome back. Two and a half months, three months. Yeah. I think October, November, December, and half of January. That's three and a half months. Boy, that's a good vacation. i got to figure out how we get that in there. Okay. Also, I have the uh, resident earthworm. You know what? Yep. You know, I'm telling you. He still is down. He's... He has his own theme song. See? I know. Is he still under the ground, huh? Oh, yeah. And, you know, he had his re- yearly review in December. He went from six feet under to 6.5 feet under. Whoa. Without further ado, Mr. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. All right. And then um, I was here in the parking lot this morning. And... Um, I know. I, 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 he almost became uh, roadkill because you know, I, I usually skunks, raccoons. I just run them over, and um, I saw this thing just crawl up to my car and say, "Hey, good morning." And I go, "Good morning." He goes, uh, uh, I, "I take care of the grounds here, okay?" And I go, "Well, yeah, you're a skunk. You know, I can see the, your, your white stripe there." And and he goes, "No, no, no. Okay. Any, can I come in? Can I come in?" So without further ado, dear friend, fan of Angler Chronicles, long-time Angels groundskeeper, right? Is that, that your official? Not groundkeeper. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. But I, I kind of clean the bathrooms and the floors around here most yeah. of the time. You know what? He's, so he, do, he does the important we'll stuff. We'll call him the cleaner. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I, I think Mr. my Holly, department is house cleaning. <laughs> Mr. Holly G. Smith. Good morning, Holly. Good morning, everyone. Look at that. We gotta you gotta talk closer to the microphone. Okay. Good morning everyone and special shout out to my coworkers who are working right now and I'm not. <laughs> are they listening to you? That's the that's the hard part. <laughs> they, they usually don't have the radio on in during the stadium when we're working, but occasionally we we hear it, you know, a few of the stream areas through, they, they do have it on. It, stream it through the uh, through your phone, you know. That's that's a good way of doing it. Anyway, well, All right. I, 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 I'm sorry, but 
Got to got to call it out the way it is. Where's the donuts? <laughs> oh well, I'm on a diet, so that, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. I'm on a diet also. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good answer. But you know what? Andrew was here a week or so ago with no donuts, right, oh, Andrew? Wow. Andrew, when was the last oh, time you brought up donuts, bro? Never. Uh, <laughs> no, he did one time. Did he bring it one time? But yeah, he, one time. He, yeah. Half a donut doesn't count. Yeah. Like like usual, I was out in the parking lot last weekend to say hello to these guys, and I, I saw uh, that uh, Oliver brought some donuts. <laughs> Oliver always brings donuts. Yeah, he does. Okay, we had uh, GT and Oliver here, so it was good. But All right, well, let's get the show on the road. Good morning, everybody. Angler Chronicles is in the house here at uh, AM830KLAA. And um, listen, I already saw a question this morning about blue trout. You want to talk to me about that, Andrew? Oh, yeah. So there's a new, well, they're not really a new strain, the new color of trout uh, that's being stocked in California. Uh, this one's going to be in Lake Amador. Uh, <clears throat> and they're blue. They're bluish, like a neon bluish color. Uh, they actually have a picture with one swimming right next to what they call is an amagold, but it's, you know, their version of a lightning trout. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, these, these colors in these fish, I mean, they're really, really blue uh, in the sunlight. When they're in the darker colors, you know, they have a couple pictures um, in the shade there. They look more of like a greenish kind of tint. But, mm-hmm. man, when these, this sun hits them, it's like, I mean, <laughs> some people are calling them a smurf trout. <laughs> Blue man trout. Hey, um, yeah, there you go. So, but these trout are are intentionally made that way. They don't just belong in the um, in the uh, environment. I mean, they're they're fed specific food, right, to turn them blue. No, no, they're they're more kind of the same way as the lighting trout started. Uh, basically, it took one person at the at the hatchery saw one that was a lot more blue or a different kind of color than the rest, so they took that out, and they kind of capitalized on that, and they kept, you know, breeding as, as whatever they do there, um, and they focused on this color, and now they have a, a, a trout that's that's pretty much halfway all the way blue, and, and the more they, they start breeding it, the more uh, the more they start turning. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. So where can we find some of these blue trout? Uh, these are, are exclusively right now at Lake Amador Resort. Uh, it's about six hours north from us. Um, you know, they also have, like I said, they have the Amagolds, and they also have uh, 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 cut bows that they put in there. But, yeah, so right now they're the only ones in California that officially have them, uh, but they did get them back east. So we could eventually start seeing these in more lakes, um, you know, and, and something different. Because I know people, when, when they see these trout, you know, that you know, with the uh, um, the lightning trout craze, you know, when you see lightning trout, people come from all over to try and catch them. Now you're now you're now you're talking about you know bright yellow trout and now a, a, a bright blue trout. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, but it's probably going to pick up and, and be pretty popular. All right, blue lightning blue, I like that. Uh, both of those <laughs> colors are the colors when you combine them, Holly, of my soccer team back home. In Argentina, Boca Juniors. Those are the, it's gold and blue. I love it. All right, so uh, let's get a nice report. Where are you right now, Worm? Uh, right now, I'm in Laughlin. We got here last night, mm-hmm. uh, staying over here at the Aquarius, and then uh, today I'm going to grab my fishing pole and hopefully find a couple of trout out here in the front of the casino. Go in front of the Edgewater. Yep, right next to right next to the Edgewater. Yeah. yeah. So what are you going to do? You going to be dancing? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it will depends on how the pay is, and uh, I'll dance more the more, you know. I mean, because poles are made for dancing, rods are made for fishing. Wow. Oh, you, man. You didn't think I, okay, see, Worm, that's why you're six feet under, because you don't catch the details. But I do think I the proper the terminology is for trout is poles. I do think so. But, Ooh, Ron's back. But, yeah, but, you know, don't make me comment. And, and, don't and you make know, me comment you know, about uh, fish that are posed. You can catch the blue trout in Pennsylvania. They're actually very uh, sought after up there. So. Yeah, let me jump on a plane. <laughs> yeah, that's I think close Amador, by. Amador is a little bit close. Yeah, a little bit. But, so, uh, uh, well, actually, let's do that. Where is Amador? Uh, Amador is about six hours north in Amador County. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's off of what freeway? You know, I have no uh, idea. That's what I'm asking. Probably off the side. Uh, after okay, up the the yeah. So I know it's up there a bit. It's about um, six, about you know quite a few uh, hours away. Well, but the question, you know, next time I go up to Sacramento, I may make a, a stop by there. Okay, uh, we do have a good announcement about Finn and Feather. Yeah, Finn and Feather's been biting. You want to give the report on that? Yeah, definitely. Finn and Feather. I mean, it's been just wide open. They had their opener last uh, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the official. Opener. They stocked, uh, before the opener, 18,000 pounds total, so three loads of fish. Uh, fish all the way up to 11 and a half pounds uh, were caught. Um, all this week they've been getting caught. Uh, I mean, they've had, you know, kind of crummy weather uh, the, the first start of the week. A lot of rain, a lot of wind, a lot of uh, uh, hail. I mean, I was actually out there on Monday. Uh, me, and, uh, me and Andy were, and uh, we both got a pair of seven-pounders. Uh, which was nice. The weather was just brutal, though. I mean, it was sideways wind with hail hitting you in the face. But it seemed like when the hail come, the fish start biting. So, you know, like we always say, the fish don't mind. They're already wet. Yeah, they don't mind getting wet is what we say. Um, I did see some pictures of you there hanging on the corner of the dock. I mean, you looked miserable. But then <laughs> you had a nice lightning, um, and you had quite a nice amount of fish. In fact, I know Rick, our dear friend Rick from uh, the president of Casey Anglers was there yesterday and he got, he said, easy limits, okay? So the fish are biting. Um, here's the one thing that we can tell you is uh, Angler Chronicles will be at fish, uh, Fin and Feather on February 11th, 12th, possibly the 13th. We're going to go up there and we're going to film an episode. So, if you're out there listening and you're going to be there that weekend, wear something nice, okay? <laughs> something that we can come around with with a camera and you look decent. You might want to try to brush your hair. If you don't have any hair or too much hair and you don't brush it, put on a cap, okay? Um, preferably nothing. Don't look raggedy if you want to be on TV. It's a good opportunity. So we'll be there for sure Saturday. So after the show, we'll, we'll drive up there. We'll be there probably around 9, 9.30 in the morning. And then we'll start fishing through sundown. And then we'll do the same thing on the following day. All right, folks, we're going to take our first uh, break. When we come back, we'll talk to Andrew, get a little more info about what's going on in uh, the local freshwater scene. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLA, and we'll be right back. Angels Radio. 
6.30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Andrew Chronicles, and uh, just want to say good morning. All right, let me, uh, before I go, um, I don't know where I'm going to say where I go. Where am I going? I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Holly, what the, what the heck, dude? Okay. See see what happens, Andrew? We, we come here, and we always see him running around the, the parking lot because he's a very good worker here. I know you do. How many years have you been with uh, Angels? Um, I think, well, total of seven, I think. Seven years. So you're uh, at the itch point. Yeah. Okay, but no, he's always here. Always makes it a point of coming by, say hello before you start your uh, my morning your shift, you know. And um, again, he goes, "Hey, you mind if you come in?" I go, "Absolutely." Now, um, Ron, you've got the vinegar and the tomato juice ready, right? I, I do, I do. That's the only thing. Yeah, we just have to skunk. break him in. Well, that's the only thing. It's rid of the skunk smell. Well, at least so they say. But I will tell you this: I had a. Uh, Lupin, my previous dog, decided to uh, oh, say hello to Skunk once. Loopy. Yeah, and um, she was white, but for a, for she she had turned in she turned red for a while and pink until all, we got all the tomato uh, out of her. And you know what? Smell didn't go away. All right. So, but anyway, so so you're a resident skunk, Holly. So next time yeah, you come you fishing with the us, cleaner. you got to come dressed in black and white. Black and white. You got it? All right. I got it. I got it. All right. I like that. All right. We talked about Amador. Now talk to me about, and we talked about Fin and Feather. Give me the rest of the report, Andrew. Oh, yeah. So today uh, marks the first 
Trout Derby at Santa and River Lakes. I know the line uh, started a couple days ago. Uh, it's 100% trout payout, or, uh, or they have big fish, they have a free raffle, 50-50 big trout. The $20 buy-in um, on top of your you know normal entry fee. And they put some big fish in there. They uh, uh, they posted the video there on Thursday. My last one truck came in, and they put trout in there that are above 15 pounds. Um, so it should be a great derby today. Uh, they actually held on to those fish. So what they do is they have uh, two holding uh, two holding tanks. Uh, they set out there uh, when they're stocking them. They put them in the holding areas, and then uh, uh, at midnight on Friday night, when nobody can catch them. They let them go, let them uh, get out there for a few hours, uh, swim around uh, before uh, the derby starts. So it's kind of good that they do that. Should be a great derby today. I know there's a lot of guys uh, in line. Uh, actually, they're probably already starting to fish. So good luck, everybody out there. Um, you know, it's going to be cool to see a lot of those pictures and a lot of big fish caught. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I like it. All right, keep going. Yep, and then uh, from there, uh Mark your calendars on March 14th. Uh, Lake Gregory finally announced their first stock of the season. Uh, it's going to be 3,000 pounds of Mount Lassen rainbow trout uh, coming on March uh, 14th. So they haven't, Gregory hasn't stocked uh, since uh, uh, the end of 2022, I believe it was uh, October, was the last stocking. So it would be good to get some fish in there. Um, you know, with all the snow and everybody out there, you know, not too many anglers been going there, but now with these 3,000 pounds coming, it should be some wide open fishing. Another lake that's getting 3,000 pounds uh, is Mount is uh, uh, Mountain Lakes. The Mountain Lakes they typically have been getting 1,000 pounds every week from Jess Ranch, but this week coming up, uh, what they are changing a little bit, uh, they're having a 3,000 pound stock, which is 1,500 pounds in each lake. Uh, from Mount Lassen, so they are going to have, you know, some better-sized uh, fish in there coming in on Tuesday. And then uh, starting Wednesday, you're able to catch them. Uh, but the only thing, kind of drawback, is that that's the only stock until uh, February 15th. So with 1,500 pounds swimming around each lake, you're going to have lots of opportunities to catch fish. Uh, the next few weeks going to be a little bit tougher, but again, you know, keep on jigging, keep on throwing, like I always say. Jig until it hurts, and then jig a little bit more until it pays off. <clears throat> you go dance a jig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get you exactly. You know, we can have fun with this at Fin and Feather when we film. I like to see oh, yeah. you dan- dance a little jig there. Okay, I like yeah, it. I dance on the pole or dance on the rod. Which one are we doing? Well, I don't know. You don't dance on a rod. You'll break it. Oh. So it will. Will Ron be? <laughs> will Ron be listening to hip hop? Yeah, he, oh, he loves that, rap. that will definitely be a no. But, <laughs> he loves um, rap, bro. He loves rap. Um, okay, he loves rap. Okay. Listen, don't get me. Don't, don't, it's my second favorite music of all time. Listen, don't get me going. You wouldn't believe what I did. I just go and get a brand. <laughs> so here comes Ron. So I have all this brand new music, some nice rock and roll that I was going to play today instead of the same old worn out. Here, your favorite's worn out now. So I put a really nice CD player now. I got a brand new radio because my blew out my speakers in my car. I put a brand new radio. Well, so I get in the car this morning, and I know I made the CD. So I I know I took it out of the the case and I shove it in there, right? So I put it in there, turn on the CD player, and it's playing some 
odd, I mean, old music you know, from the 70s, another CD that I have. I go, wait a minute, I didn't plug that CD in. Like, that's not the one I put in. And I and I ejected, and there it's an old one. I go, this is not what I put in there. And then I'm going, I'm going crazy because now I can't find the CD I made for today's session. So I go back to the house. I go searching through the house, and it's getting late. I go, okay, forget it. I'm going to get in the car, and I go. So I grabbed another CD to put in something. I might as well. I think it had stick figure that I like. I, I shove it in there, and nothing's happening. So I think I put two. There's two CDs in there, and neither one is playing. It's not ejecting. That's a brand new radio, isn't that? Isn't life grand, Andrew? I don't, I don't even know what a CD player is. It's way before my time. I was going to say that. Uh, you, okay, that, that comment is seven feet under now. Oh, I agree. Seven <laughs> feet under. I agree. You disrespect your elders, and we had an incident uh, this week. I've been posting anniversaries of big bands. Zeppelin was one, okay, and Metallica was the other one. ACDC has a one, a, another one for 2023. These are big anniversaries of when they came out. And what did you do? You made some dumb comment. Yeah. So now from six and a half feet under, you're going to seven feet under. Well, you get to another half foot for me for that comment. Well, I forgot the, the about that. The next one, the next one, I'm going to take my scissors and cut them in half. Oh yeah, that's what you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna take not a syringe. I'm gonna take a hose <laughs> and pump him uh, up, an air hose, <laughs> and I'm gonna pump him up until he explodes. That's how much air I put in there. All right. So anyway, all right. So uh, yeah. So uh, back back to um, to that. Ahem. Okay. Where where did we stop? Uh. <laughs> We're talking about the derbies. Okay. Um, this this uh, today today also there is a kids derby at a um, at Rancho Verupa Lake. Uh, they stocked 825 pounds uh, of trout on uh, on Thursday. They closed the lake. Uh, no fishing is going to be allowed till today, till the kids have a chance to uh, to catch you know their trout. So it's going to be a great event there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be exciting stuff. I mean, other than that, it's just you know. Trout fishing's in full force. I mean, pretty much everywhere in SoCal. Okay, well, um, you, 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 you've been fishing all these areas. What has been mm -hmm. the ticket? What's the best way to fish these fish? Give some... Um, basically, basically, the way I start out is is I get a brand new bottle of bite on. As mm -hmm. soon as I walk up to the lake, put some on my hands, throw some in the water, dip all my jigs, whatever I'm using. Uh, I've been starting out with a uh, 116th uh, yellow-white hook of bait. Um, just Casting, 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 especially a fitted feather, you know, whatever day I'm fishing. So so let's say, for instance, when I fished on the opener on Saturday, I was uh, uh, I was at the lower docks closer to the launch ramp, you know, where they stock, you know, not really going to the other side of the lake uh, so much, and then just kind of casting a little bit closer to shore, catching them that way. And when I came back on Monday, Everything was a lot farther out. I was casting as far as I could get it out there, um, you know, letting it sink to the bottom, and then starting my retrieve, slowing it down, uh, kind of changing up the process just a little bit. Same retrieve as you're bouncing it, letting it go back and forth, back and forth on the retrieve in. Um, but definitely the longer cast because it was Monday. Um, and it took about, I would say, about six hours to get the first bite. Um, but it was worth it because that was a seven-pounder. I mean, I was watching guys, you know, they're soaking bait to my right and my left, and they're getting them. They're on them. Limits here, limits there. Uh, you know, on the smaller grade fish, uh, you know, in the two to three pound range. But, you know, I just 
I just want to sit there and jig until I find them. And then uh, once I got mine, you know, we the the uh, the wind actually died down, so we were able to bring the boat out. I was the second boat on the water. I think of five or six that day. Um, put the boat out, got the trollers out. We only troll with two pound tests, uh, with a flicker shaft, uh, behind the boat around 20 feet or so. Mm-hmm. And about 15 feet of water started on the troll there at two miles an hour, not even six minutes in, into it. Uh, Andy's rods bent over. Uh, he's fighting the fish. I'm like, oh, that's, a, that's definitely a better one. Reeling in my stuff. And I kind of coached it a little bit, you know, make sure you didn't make any mistakes. Cause I mean, anything with two pound tests, especially trolling it won't take much to break that line. And then, uh, um, so I use the trolling motor as you would, let's say you're catching a Marlin. So I'm backing down the boat, you know, to get close to it. And then, uh, we ended up netting that one. That was another seven pounder. Um, you know, so we ended the day with two seven pounders. I looked at Andy, he looked at me and we're both purple shivering. And I'm like, okay, we did what we came to do. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, from there we headed home. So, I mean, it's very, it's a very great idea. If you're going to be trout fishing, remember always base it on the day of the stock. Um, if it's on a Thursday, you're fishing Friday, don't throw, you know, your line way out as far as you can start close, look for the birds, see where the birds are working. Uh, cause typically those trout are going to be in four feet or less cause that's what they're used to. And then let's say you are fishing like on a Sunday, Monday, it's going to be real spread out, but they're going to be out deeper. Doesn't mean they're not still going to be close, but for the majority, they're going to be acclimated to the water. They're going to be out deeper swimming around. Um, and your best chance to get them is, is at that point would be casting farther. Okay. So now, um, I announced that we're going to be at Finn and Feather, uh, the weekend of the 11th. So the second weekend of February and, uh, what you've been there already. You were there for the opener. You braved the elements. What's going to be the ticket? What should we bring? I would say definitely want to bring the smaller hookup baits, uh, the 116s to even the 132s. Um, uh, definitely want to bring, if you want to throw lures, uh, any kind of spoons, any kind of gold color, rainbow color, silver color, uh, spoons work, uh, Rapala's work. If we're going to be doing any trolling, definitely want to do Rapala's or Flicker Shad. And then at that time, uh, the bass actually start coming into the shallower water, not so much the shallows, but the shallower water. So we definitely want to get the spinner baits. Uh, it's going to be more of like a reaction bait. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, what I'll do is I'll bring uh, my my syndicate bass rod uh, with a 12-pound test on there, and then I'll actually throw into the weeds uh, as, as far as I can in there. And as I'm retrieving it out or any kind of structure, I want to hit the uh, hit the structure with the spinnerbait. Because typically when you hit that like that, dung like that, that's when the bass will come up and smack the bait thinking that, you know, yeah, it gets their attention. Yeah, it gets their mm-hmm. attention. All right, so, yeah, because I'm looking forward to that. In fact, I'm going to reach out to Oliver and make sure we have all the new rods for the film. We might as well take advantage of that, you know? I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. Hang on to that thought. There's a couple other questions i got for you. Uh, this is uh, Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And, you know, somebody's telling me here, uh, posting that Finn and Feather on Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, you know why? Because the Raiders aren't playing, so I don't care. And, I, Ron, your Buccaneers aren't playing either. So, yeah, I'll forgo it. I'll put on, uh, I'll record it. I'd rather go catch a trout. What about you, Brant, uh, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I think we're definitely going to catch a trout. Yeah, I mean, so we can get an update. Well, right there on the dock anyway. We've got Wi-Fi. Okay, we can uh, yeah. we we can get an update of what's going on in the Super Bowl. Okay, the only and, and what what are we going to miss the halftime show? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. All right, so um, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Sorry about that uh, Super Bowl weekend, but you know we've got to work. That's our work. Okay, and uh, but I'm sure we'll have a good uh, showing on in Fin and Feather, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And, you, you know, one thing I, I, I do uh, want to say about the Super Bowl is that they only get one game, and then it's over, and then you get to start. But didn't your team get to celebrate for the next four years? Four years, that's right. And I get to brag. And you know the difference is? It's not going to help you to get out of the seven-foot. You know, you know, you know, no, no, that, 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 this he's inching his way up for sure. You might be going from earthworm to inch. He's in inchworm mode right now, inching up. So, uh, you know, I'll always say it, and you guys, you know, if you took the, the viewership of a Super Bowl, which is huge, and you multiplied times 20, maybe you'll get close because the stats are coming in now, and they're saying two thirds of the world's population. 
Think, just think about that for a second. I was watching the World Cup. Two-thirds. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of everything. So, uh, Besides, the Raiders aren't in it, so I don't care. You know, I mean, there is a good game this week in Dallas against the 49ers. I'm going to see that one. Uh, Monty, sorry. I hope Kansas City loses. Okay, the only thing I like about and the phenomenon I like about this uh, weekend and what's left is it's all of the quarterbacks are under 25 years of age. So it's all about young blood. Okay, I like that. I like that. So um, that's the thing. Now, I know I just went over your head there, Andrew, because you've got fly in the brain. Okay, fly fishing. You, you pole dance. Uh, you didn't. You did say rot a couple times, so this is good. So anyway, uh, let's get back to it. Uh, we'll be there um, February 11th, 12th, and 13th. So if you guys are nearby, I know Super Bowl's on the on the 12th. Come on Saturday, the 11th. We're going to be there at least two days. So the idea is, if we go and we we got plenty of fish and we got plenty of footage. Well, we finish on Saturday or Sunday. I want to keep, you know, I probably, if we get enough footage, I'm still going to fish the second day just for fun. And then if need be, we'll stay, stick around on Monday. But we'll look at that migration of fish that you mentioned. You know, we usually, um, I know they stock, I think, Friday mornings very early. And so by Saturday, when it rolls around, the fish are still going to be near shore, correct? Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's still going to be. Somewhat close to the shore, but Saturday will give us options for the boat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we definitely, you know, early morning we want to start, you know, jigging, throwing, you know, throwing whatever we can. And then uh, I would say around 9 or 10 o'clock, get on the boat and maybe start trolling. Okay. All right, that sounds good. Now, you've got a boat there, don't you? Yeah, i got a got a little 14-foot aluminum there uh, with an 8-horsepower motor. So it's very quiet. I mean, I know that... Uh, uh, got a pontoon out there and and we get we got some options to go find these fish but one thing about you know fin and feather is when they stock they don't they don't stock small stocks they they bring in six thousand pounds you know a week is what it's been right now i think they're they're around twenty four thousand plus pounds of trout that's that they put in uh and the opener was just this past saturday and i mean by the time we get you know uh, up in February, we're talking there could be another probably three to four, maybe three more stocks, uh, you know, over there. That's another 18,000 pounds it's going to be. I mean, there's going to be a lot of fish in there. Yeah, a lot of a fish. Lot of a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention that um, if you're following Friends of Angler Chronicles, um, Earthworm, you just got hit. You just got hit by Oliver Solis. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And Oliver says, where's the donuts? Thank you, Oliver. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Only Oliver can deliver. And you saw it, Holly. I saw it. You saw it with your own with your own eyes, with your eyeballs, okay, yeah. that he brings donuts. He didn't. Go ahead. I had a question. Now, this you're going to film out there. Now, do you have to be a membership to Pin and okay, Feather? Yeah, so, or, Finn, or, Finn and Feather is a membership okay. um, type place. However, they're very good about you bringing guests okay okay uh so you want to talk about that andrew you're a member yeah definitely so if you're a member uh you know basically how it breaks down to is if you're a member your membership is good for you your spouse and any of your kids that are 18 or under or i'm sorry younger than 18 years old okay now does, does that have to include only the ones that you turned in on your tax returns or that can be unnamed children <laughs> 
they don't they don't require any paperwork for that. But <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So so that all gets included. So that's not part of your guest pass. Your guest passes are your friends and you know and whoever you want to bring uh, to fish it. Um, which you're limited to five, so you're out, you're able to bring five guests uh, who pay twenty five dollars a day to fish, oh. which is still pretty cheap uh, to get out there. And then, uh, so let's say you want to bring your family and five friends, totally can do that. They just pay, you know, their amount. Uh, you already paid for the season, so there's nothing additional that you need to pay um, as far as a membership. I kind of broke it down in a just a really rough, fast way to do it. Basically. After your discount, if you're an L.A. resident or L.A. Uh, associate, what they call it, for example, anybody who doesn't live in Palmdale, it comes out to $940 a year. That's a year, that, and that allows you to fish 240 days in that year, six days a week because they're closed on Thursdays. Breaks down to $3.92 a day, uh, you know, for again, for you, your spouse, and your kids. $3.92 a day, uh, which from there breaks down, if you're only going to go there once a week, $27.44 a week. Oh, that's reasonable. Plus, that's if you go there one time. Now, after that, you know, that's your first year. Every year after that, your renewal is up in air, is ready to go in January, December, January. Your renewal is $450 every year after that, which breaks down to a dollar eighty-eight a day. Remember, you get two hundred and forty days a year to fish. Or if you're only going to go there once a week, because I do get the comments of I live in Orange County. That's a far drive. I can only make it once a week. No problem for you, your spouse, and your kids. Breaks down to that once a week trip, thirteen dollars and sixteen cents. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's a great gig, good. and you know, and understand this: it's not just trout. Okay, you're talking about bass, crappie. Catfish. Uh, do they have bluegill and all the other ones? Definitely. Yeah. yeah so. And everything's big though because they they encourage catch and release for all those other species. Mm -hmm. Actually, you have to uh, for the bass, the crappie, the bluegill. All those you have to catch and release them. You get two weeks out of the out of the year to keep them, and you're only allowed two per day. So all those other days, you got to let the crappie go. You got to let the bass go. I mean, it's common to see crappie in the three-pound range. That's and, common. But in a addition... A four-pounder... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You said in addition? I was oh, going to yeah, say... Yeah, yeah so, well, before I... You, you finish up with the fin, because I want to talk about the feather part. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so you can see them up to four pounds, the crappie. I've heard of a four-and-a-half caught, actually, uh, uh, a couple years back. But a lot of guys, they don't target the crappie, but they're huge in there. Same with the bass. I mean, there is, there is 10, 12-pound bass in there. I mean, and their diet is trout, so all they do is get big. And, of course, you got the feather side of it. Yeah, and so I was talking about that because the fin, you know, takes care of all the fishing. Um, I, if you look at the numbers of fish they stock, um, it's just unbelievable. So you can tell that a lot of the membership fees are going straight to stocking. Okay, I've heard one year, I remember, of 90,000 pounds of trout going in, okay, and, um, and it's a limited number of memberships. They only have a certain number. It's not exuberant. I mean, any of the other pay lakes that you go, you could have uh, 50,000, 60,000 people fishing it throughout the year, right, at any given time. 
But here, no, it's a select group. Now, you can become a member, and we, we highly recommend it. If you want this kind of fishing, it's unbelievable. We've gone there. And I, I'm not a trout fisherman, folks. But I'm telling you, I've had a blast there. I mean, absolute blast. Okay? And watch some big, big bass follow the trout, you know? And, and it, it's been crazy. It's been a lot of fun. And that's why we decided... Uh, we're going to go back there and we're going to actually do an episode there. Uh, it's a pretty lake. They have docks. You can fish from shore. You can fish on the boat. Uh, you can keep your boat there, too, um, which is really cool. So there's a lot of amenities, and you'll get more information from the episode. Uh, the other thing is the feather. Okay, so there's a, you can hunt there as well. Okay, so uh, that, that, you'll never find the earthworm there, Holly. Because what happens is, you know, he's always hiding. The earthworm, because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want me to put him on a hook and throw him out there for a fish, because I have to inflate him, dip him, and bite on. Put some of the little dust. What's the name of that? Fury. Fury. Yeah, and we throw it out there. Um, so in in during hunting season, he grows wings. <laughs> yeah, he becomes a gnat. <laughs> no, no. But, I've hunted with him a few times. He's pretty good. Well, he won't come hunting with me because I always confuse him with a pheasant. No, so uh, no, so that's the other part. You know, it does have the the hunting part. I know Rick. We we were trying to do it, but unfortunately, by the end of January, we're done with hunting season. Um, but that would have been a great place to go get some ducks, some geese, and it's pretty cool. So it's a lot more than just fishing okay we're, we're a fishing show we talk about that but and we'll be featuring that but it's more than that but ron we we've had some amazing days there we've gone I well I, I think that if you can't catch your limit there take up knitting um yeah. i it is a blast it is and, and it's so relaxing it's so fun it's just and you get your friends out there and how, how can you not enjoy the day you know you can get your food out there have a nice barbecue and do everything you need to do and and uh, one thing you need to do about fishing is just relax. And yeah, enjoy. And, and, you know, but like everything else, I mean, you're going to have days that right. are tough. And so, what I always say, you know, is this place nice to look at? And it is. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it is. It's a really nice place. All right. Well, listen. Let's do a couple of things here and a couple of shout outs I've got to do. I'm going to send a huge shout out from Big Pine Key. Florida. Oh, I know. Danny and, and yeah. Pammy are listening uh, to that. He's, he's got his own manatee now. Okay, <laughs> that hangs out by by him. I also want to say good morning to Gabriel and to Jonathan and to Sal and obviously Oliver, Tom, Orchid, who will be. I'm talking about Orchid in a few minutes here. Uh, Paul and Mike Marsh and Michael and let's see, uh, it just keeps going and going. Anyway. Consider yourself Julian. So, well, consider yourself reached. Dave Oreb. Okay, he had asked about the blue trout, I think. Uh, so, it's all good. All right? All good. Jul Julian as well. Did I mention Julian? Yes, I think I did. All right. So, having said that, um, the, the, somebody asked me this question, so I've been able to get it, the following information. If you guys ever fished out of San Diego, there used to be a, a boat over there called the Qualifier 105. Now, the Qualifier 105 was sold and it went to Alaska. Okay, it's been up in Homer. It became a research vessel. And people have been posting these photos of the Qualifier 105 destroyed by fire at the boatyard. 
Yes, it seems that it is true. It happened up there. Um, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to be able to rescue it. It looks like, based on where the fire is coming out of, it might have been a galley thing. Okay, so they might have nailed something. And um, it's it, so when people saying, you know, how come the boatyard has snow? Well, because the qualifier 105 hasn't been in San Diego for a few years. But it's sad because I fished the qualifier 105 in the sea. You know, the little piece of history go. It's always tough when you see a boat go or retired or repurposed. Okay, especially when you go ahead. You're laughing at I, it. Well, you say people report about the snow, but the first thing I noticed in the picture was all the trees behind it. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. yeah that's not California. Yeah, you had pine trees. You had, yeah. uh, and there's different angles. Now there's video, and I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm going, how could you think they're in San Diego? But it's all good. It's all good. All right. Uh, so I got that one out of the way. Um, I want to ask Holly. Okay. Yes, We've got some events happening here in the last few weeks. Yeah. Do you get run over by the monster trucks? No, no. But uh, Do you get to ride them? No, not yet. Do you get yeah. to break into them in the middle of the night to see what they look like? Uh, yes. <laughs> ah, there you go. We, see, yeah, I knew I got a yes out of them. They get clean, you know, get cleaned up every night, you and then even, we. You can't even it, touch them. You, you should see all the stuff we find out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'll tell you what. Um, it, it's good to celebrate. Yeah, we, we, I met you not from here. I met you through fishing. Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, you've traveled with us many places. One of my favorites, oh, we went down to the East Cape. Yes. Okay. Are you coming down to Bay of LA? Uh, yes, I am. I'm not sure if I can make the the East Cape again this year, uh-huh. but uh, Bay of LA, and I can't wait. I've been, I saw everything from uh, my buddies Harry and Randall, and mm-hmm. you know, and well, you guys. Just, and, you know, um, uh, folks, if you're interested. Uh, I was asked by Pat McDonald to write a do a write up for Western Outdoor News in the Baja section. I, don't know, I haven't I haven't seen it yet, so um, um, it's supposed to be in the Baja section. I talk about Good. Bay of LA. Ben and I got a chance to go down there last year, and um, I'm gonna say this, cause, and this you're gonna say what surgery? You said this? Yeah, bring heavy gear. Don't even waste your time. You bring a bass rod because you can throw 30 pound on a bass rod to get the cabrilla. It makes the casting a little bit easier. But anything else, heavy, extra heavy, double X. Yes, I, okay. got, I got the notice from her this week of what to bring. And I, you know, because I, I, listen, yeah. I saw Orchid's list too, and I got, yeah, right. Just in case I take it, but I'm going, yeah, right. I'll tell you what, the first couple of fish, Ben and I just look at each other and we go, what was that? Okay, <laughs> what was that? And, um, and it's like this. Uh, when you're into those golf grouper or the red snapper, it's not so much the total fight. It's the first 20 feet. Because those things will bite and go straight down. And I have never fished with, and I was using the accurate 600 and 800. I mean, the big reels, narrow, with 100 and 100. Okay. Um, and the captain comes over. He goes, let me see your reel. And he takes and totally tightens up my drag and then throws the lever when it almost didn't want to go full because it was so tight and still they pulled which we just looked at i can't believe it can't believe it all right anyway uh we're going to take a short break here we'll come back and uh, we'll get some more information from andrew and uh, we'll talk to holly and some of the trips and 
I got some other information. The show season is starting. It's all good. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. Angler Chronicles will be right back. Radio AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. You're listening to Angler Chronicles. Uh, I've got Ron's back um, from his hiatus, three and a half months. Man, what a vacation package Angler Chronicle has. This is a good, good... You get a vacation of three and a half months. And it's a great way to lose weight, too. Yeah. Hop along, Cassidy, here. And then we also have Mr. Holly Smith. Dear friend, local to the Angels here. And uh, while we're talking about that, we'll send a huge shout-out to Mike Blue. Okay, Uh, out in Arizona. So um, it's all good. And to everybody that's listening, thank you for listening. All right, uh, what I want to do is I want to get any last information from you, uh, Andrew, about freshwater before we move over to saltwater. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it as far as freshwater. I mean, you know, get out there and catch some fish. Remember, always show up with two-pound tests. Uh, You know, make sure you got fresh line. I'll show up with two-pound tests. I'm not going to fish two-pound tests, but I'll show up with it. Because you know me, I, I throw things. Okay, um, that bait and weight, forget it. I'm going to sleep. Okay, uh, if it's bait and weight, you guys go ahead and wait. I'm gonna go get a burger. I'll be back. Okay, um, I gotta throw stuff. So when you said you know like a Thomas Boyant, you know some of the mirror shads from Owner, I did pick up some new. I stopped by Owner, got a few little things and nice mosquito hooks and things that we can play around. But I need to throw stuff. I need constantly be moving. Okay, hookup baits as well. We'll dip them and bite on. We'll dip them in anything you want. Okay, um, so I'm looking for, but for that four pound test is fine, right? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I I still will go two pound. I mean, even trolling, we troll yeah. two pound. But I mean, yeah, you probably get away with four pounds. You just probably won't get any, as many bites. Okay, Ron's here. You may not know it. Fin and feather. I, I was fishing eight pound one time. Yeah. Okay, and catching fish left the fish left and right. Okay, so it's all presentation, bro. <sighs> Now, listen, this is not my specialty, and I acknowledge it's not my specialty, but, you know, maybe it's time for me to take the earthworm on, on in his own element. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, you. when I'm done with you, you'll be done. You'll be so under, you're never coming back. The entire totem pole will be under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, listen, we, we should have a lot of fun. And, you know, I, um, I'll bring some two pounds, some four, and possibly even some six. Uh, we, I really want to get into those bass over there. So I will be targeting the bass. You guys can play with the um, uh, with the trout. Um, we've got uh, Brett maybe will be there with his boat. Maybe he'll, and he knows some really good bass places. So put me up on some bass, and um, it'll be good. You know, we'll troll for some of the trout, and uh, we'll have a dock that we'll fish from. And we'll have a lot of information coming about Fin and Feather. We're, we're really starting this, this partnership, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know that we may, not may, I know that we're going to get a dock Okay, it's going to be a community dock. I wanted the dock to be open to everybody to use. It'll be some like a reservation, very similar to what we do with Freedom Boat Club and the AC sleds. You know, it has our name on it and stuff, but uh, you can go ahead and, and, and use them. So, um, dock's going to be the same way. They're going to redo a, a dock, they're going to put a roof on it. We want to put a picnic table so you can bring the family. You know, we may, want to make sure that you bring your kids out and get them hooked on fishing because if not, this industry is going to go away. Okay fishing will go away more and more and more they don't want us to do anything okay so you guys keep voting for mr gruesome and that's what you're going to get absolutely okay. all right so but anyway um so i'm looking forward to it um i'm expecting you to bring everything in your tackle box uh i'm gonna rely on you and ron on this one i know ben's got some some stuff he uses Okay, so he'll bring his stuff. I don't have a clue. I just stopped by owner, got some mirror shads. I know I've got some well, Thomas Boyens around there somewhere and some, a few hookup baits, and that's it. Well, you know, uh, I, I bait and wait, but I you also, you've been with me long enough to know that I bait and wait, but I also throw a, a, a lure out there uh, which all the time. Which may be tough. Which may be tough for Right, this because episode. there's going to be so many people. Yeah, and right? so um, I just remind everything, we are. this is a working right. fishing trip, and the pressure is on when we go. All right. Um, two, four, for sure. Uh, did, you you, know, did you cover Santa Ana River Lakes? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you can you can use six-pound tests when you're troll. There's no issue there. Um, I mean, I've seen, well, I'll tell you what. We went to Irvine Lake one time, and um Sergio was uh, driving a boat, and he goes, you know, I'm going to throw this. Uh, he was using his bass rod with 30 pounds on it, and I'll be doggone if he didn't catch a bass, number one, and then turn around and catch a really nice trout there on 30 pound. You know, by the time he reeled it in so fast, it was filleted. <laughs> you know, but um, he, uh, you know, he, he proves that everybody, you know what, if the fish are going to bite, they're going to bite, but, you know, sometimes you got to work at it. And that's hence the two pound, and you know, with the two pound, it's more of a fight for the fish. So you know, a wise old man told me one. He's not really that old, and he's not that wise. But he said, hmm. you know, because I asked him this question, and he goes, you know, you gotta think like a fish. And do you think the fish says, oh, 
Look at that thing with hooks. Yep. And then look at all that line. Now nah, I'm not going to bite it. No. They, they, they look at the presentation, which is your bait. I'm sure two-pound test helps. I'm sure all that other stuff helps. But if you make that jig, you make that lure, that spoon work the way it's supposed to work, you're going to get bit. I never used a spoon. I always use a fork and knife. Yeah, fork and knife. I only use a spoon to take out people's hearts because it hurts more. Oh, yeah. You don't have the sharper edges. What, Holly? That's what's going to happen later. You didn't bring donuts, so. Yeah, I I understand. (laughs) Yeah, I tell you. And and we're going to do some catfishing, so, you know, we usually use chicken livers. We'll just use your liver, and then we can catch some catfish, too, right? Yeah, I'm into catfishing, but. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, but I mean, the nice thing about Fit and Fit, it's a full fishery. Okay, I was uh, hoping to talk to Jonathan Oliver Skinner from Lake Elsinore, and he sends me he doesn't sound too good. Okay, he might be catching something, like a sore throat. So, uh, Lake Elsinore, um, I don't know what happened, but they were getting another report. We're very close to opening the lake back up. And I'm telling you guys, this is a good thing because that means that people have had to be off the lake, allowing these fish to grow and grow and grow. So, uh, the carp are going to be crazy. Okay, I know that there's a Dream Extreme Fishing Derby coming. We will have to finalize the dates here shortly. I'm not not sure yet exact date, but it'll probably happen late April through um, through May. Okay, and um, just be ready. We're hoping it's another two day this year, so we do two days. Uh, we'll stay, you know, the same situation as before. Okay, so. All right, so uh, all good, all good. Yeah. Dream Extreme, get ready. Lake Elsinore, the the biggest thing about Lake Elsinore, water. They got a lot of water from the storms and from the overflow. A lot of water that when I was there last week it was still coming over. Yeah, Canyon Lake had to let water out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what goes over the dam, and when it comes over the yeah. dam, not just water comes over the dam. Some of their fish does as well. All right, listen, we're going to take a slow ride into hour number two. When we come back, we'll talk, of course, to the sheriff, the jig slinger himself, and we'll see what's on TV. All right, folks, this is Angler Chronicles with Ron back and Holly in the house and Earthworm on the line and the sheriff coming in. We'll be right back. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at TreatCovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold is the best investment class for 2022. According to LongTermTrends.net, gold has actually outperformed the S&P 500, Dow, and Bitcoin for 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free one-quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Call Noble Gold Investments at 877-646-5347. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Angels Radio AM 830 
KAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire, where Angels baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LA. This is Angler Chronicles. And normally, I have the sheriff come up, and sheriff, you just sit right there, sit nice and tight, but I have to go to Captain Don Ashley from Pierpoint Landing, home of the Enterprise, home of the city of Long Beach. Good morning, Captain Don. Good morning, folks, and I just want to wish everybody a happy new year and hope everything's going good and you're going to have a great year. 2022 is going to be fantastic. Don, you know, you, you'll understand this. I'm going to have a, a very, very, very happy four years. Yes. Okay. So they, get to, they get to repeat as world champions. Uh, you know, th- we have three stars. You know, there's only like four teams or five teams ever gotten to three three wins we're one of them that, that that's a big deal we're a little tiny country we're only i think we're 40 million that's it we're the size that can maybe small in california okay and yet you know we're able to produce that it's really good and i know you like messy okay what's really funny is the comparisons you know unfortunately we lost pele we lost maradona in the last couple of years and uh, all the comparisons coming around they, they went messy and maradona head to head and Messi, it just in stats, okay, just wipes him out. Wipes well, him out. You, well, you know, I uh, I actually, you know, watched that entire game, and I will tell. I told Sergio, I actually stood up the entire game. That, 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 that you know, for soccer, that's pretty good. And that, it was a great game. Yeah, it's it was incredible. Good. It was a good one. All right, Don Ashley, talk to me fishing. Talk to me fishing. Home of the Enterprise, which is Pierpoint Landing, and the city of Long Beach. Uh, you ready to start this season? Yeah, I'm going to start up with active news going on now and then get my prognosis for the rest of the year. But uh, the bluefin tuna did not go anyplace. They're still out there at Tanner and Cortez. There's uh, lots of them. There will probably be some fish counts coming in tomorrow or the next day. But they had some surfing competition out there at Cortez, and they had several boats out there, mother boats, taking the jet skis out in the surfboards and all. And, uh, Lots of tuna signs around the place. Lots of squid at banks at the nighttime. So if the water's 57, but it doesn't matter. The food is there. They're just going to stay there. And, you know, we, we might go a week or two or a month or something without catching them. But it's going to be another fantastic bluefin year. And that, that's going to be happening there real soon. And then besides that, as I always tell the people many, many times, Save some of your money. Do your honeydews now. Save some money because the best fishing is always in September and October. That's the time to go. I can't wait that long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I, I said that poorly. I have a I have a question. Fantastic fishing, but it's uh, it's gonna be good fishing, you know, before that. So don't just wait till then. I'm just saying that the low slice drop off the weather's the best in the fall mm-hmm. it's a great time to fish I'm you know that, that. yeah you know you you mentioned weather and um i've always loved the spring and fall 
and especially getting out on a smaller boat. So this applies for the big boats too. It's a lot. You don't have those afternoon breezes, okay? That when you're on a big boat, on like in the Enterprise, you barely feel it. But you're on a small boat like a center console, and you think you're in I don't know, the perfect storm. All right, but um, there's some really, really good bass fishing right now, and it's going on. I see some of the local private boats doing it, and some of the boats that are they are getting out, okay, are catching some really nice bass. Um, Catalina, there's no need for these boats to go all the way to Catalina, okay, uh, when they're catching bass, sculping in, in the area. So um, I even heard of some nice halibut fishing off of Long Beach. So there, there's a lot of life here locally that people don't realize, okay? Yeah. We've been so concentrated on these tuna for the last four or five years that uh, we forgot what local fishing's all about. And it's hard to beat. You know, we love going on the Enterprise. What I love about the Enterprise is that stern. How, how, how wide is that boat, Donnie? It's wide. It's probably 25 minutes from the breakwater okay so yeah this is uh the good local fishing i mean i would you know i'm i would like to get some of your predictions here uh and my and, and then i have a couple of questions i'm glad you're on that, that really baffled me for a while you know they're trying to do all these closures and stuff on rockfish okay and they're saying it's because we're not catching as many so that's evidence Donnie, you run a landing, you run the boats, you see how this has been going, and you've done it for many, many years. One of the things that every captain has to do when they get back in from any trip is do their logs, correct? Yes. And that, and they have to put what fish were caught. Then they compile all that information, and they go, oh, this is the stock, or what, what's going to get an idea on the stocking. Well, my question is this. If we're all fishing bluefin, and yellowtail and surfer fish and Dorado last year like crazy. We're not catching any rockfish. So they're not writing down rockfish. So they're saying, well, there wasn't enough rockfish caught. That means the population's down. Does that make sense to you? No, but you're absolutely right. That's a lot of times they do that. They look here and say, oh, wait a minute. This year they caught more rockfish and this year it's less than last year. Therefore, their numbers are dwindling, which is is about as unscientific as you can get. But the rockfish stock, even the even the, the people who are naysayers, is very very healthy, especially things like whitefish. And uh, you know, we're still not allowed cow cod. But every year we've been doing the research in September on cow cod, their numbers are coming back in huge numbers. You know, and there's actually areas and places that we have to drive away from them because there's so many. Mm-hmm. So the numbers are coming back. There's other things that they just don't have enough data, so we don't argue with them about topper rockfish and quillbacks and gopher rockfish, you know, things like that. We don't have enough data to say that, yeah, they are coming back because down here, when I say here, I'm talking Santa Barbara South, we don't catch huge numbers, never have. We do catch them. Well, what, I, t- I tell you what, I, I'd like to meet up with the scientists that are diving <laughs> all the way down there and telling me there's no fish. Okay, because I, you know, I, I mean, we we can we can see calico bass, we can see 
uh, sand bass. We can see a lot of species. But, you know, who decided at Calcod we weren't going to, I mean, uh, forgive me, but until they banned it, I remember catching huge Calcods, okay? And then all of a sudden, no more. Based on what? Did somebody go down and go, oh, you know what? I can see three reds, one Calcod. Oh, oh, wait, there's no Calcod here. It's okay. They're banned. Nobody can touch them anymore. That's the stupidity. If you gave me science, okay, I'm with you. But the science is very flawed. And, and you know, when you, you talked about these research trips that you guys go on, listen, I know a couple of guys are on these trips. And they look at me and they say, Serge, it's wide open. And they're big. Okay? Because, they, they, you know, in the research, they get to try different depths like we used to. And he goes, there's a lot of fish. And uh, it's just sad because once they take it, uh, my experience and history shows it, Donnie, they don't give it back to you, do they? No, and the best example of that, or the worst example, is the South—I mean, the, South, the conservation areas that they did close off, and the size limits that they put on the bass made them 14 inches or 12 inches, and that was many, many years ago. Theory was that there's going to be so many bass going to get an extra time to reproduce, which sounded good in theory, and there's going to be so many of them going to be overflowing, they're going to be going outside of these areas and repopulating them. And, and, that hasn't worked out. We don't. Uh, we catch a lot of bass, but we're not catching a huge amount of the bigger bass now. We're still catching a huge amount of the 12 and 13 inch mm-hmm. bass. It's just uh, that that part didn't work out very well. No, and, and that's the thing. I mean, these are theories, and then they they, they enact them as if they were facts. And, and the thing is, if it's a theory, well, let's go prove it. But I mean, LLPAs is over 10 years now. They said five years. It's over 10. They haven't done anything. Okay, the black sea bass has been closed for what fifty years now. Okay, I mean it, these things are not coming back, and every inch that they take is inch that we lose. All right, so um, what I'd like to do is um, see if anybody wants to do this research for me. You know, they're talking about these windmills that they're going to put out in the ocean, and then on the east coast off of Pennsylvania. Okay, they got the gray whales. Okay, and the humpbacks that are washing themselves up, they're dying, and they're saying that vibrations that those things put out, okay, are killing whales. It's funny how the things that they say that we need to do are the things that are killing the environment. And I'm just saying, yeah. show me the science, and I'm all with it. And you're talking to a guy that does catch and release because I don't eat fish. Okay, I catch and release everything. But, you know, it, some things just don't make sense. I don't believe in the kill them all mentality. Okay, but I do believe in conservation, not preservation, conservation. You know, take what you're going to eat, release the rest, get a nice picture, release the fish, it's all good. But when it's flawed science, Donnie, that's the only thing that upsets me, just flawed science. And look, you had the Enterprise go out or the city of Long Beach go out, gets limits of sand bass. According to them, and I have an idea where they were fishing, those things are supposed to be fished out. Well, they're not. Okay, they do reproduce. Yes, sand bass, calico bass, a little slower growing type fish. They're not gone. Okay, they moved. Okay, uh, because of the warmer water we've had in the last few years, Donnie, I don't know if you saw that. When we used to go, you know, in the spring, 40, 50 feet, now I've had to go to 100, 120 for cooler water. Hey, listen, anybody, hold on tight. I got to take this. Um, 
I got to take this break. Uh, Donnie, hold on tight. Danny, hold on tight. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AMA 30. One, two, three, four, five. I'm surrounded by jesters. I got Andrew on the line from uh, Laughlin. I got Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. That almost came out my nose. Uh huh. We've got a Holly in the studio. Got Captain Don Ashley. And let me go ahead and bring in Danny Jackson. Sorry, Danny. I owe you your music jig slinger, but I figured, you know, Danny, this is a conversation that we're having with Don Ashley that you would get. I mean, we've been around forever. We go on private boats. We get to see th- things now through Freedom Boat Club that we didn't see in other ways. And so I just want to welcome you to the show, Jack. Without further ado, let me say this. The jig slinger herself, the sheriff, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Well, good good morning, Sergio. And, you know, it's always good to uh, hear from Captain Don Ashley. You know, yeah, you're right. You know, until uh, Freedom Boat Club, um, well, I used to fish out of Long Beach quite a little bit. Uh, but we're, you and I are learning a lot more about the local fishery, uh, Long Beach and in that area. And, uh, of course, Pier Point Landing, I've, I've fished there since I was a kid. I mean, I was a teenager in the 50s fishing at Pier Point Landing. So uh, it, it's good to hear from Don and glad the Enterprise. Well, say hello to each other. Going. He's still on the line, Danny. Good morning, Don. <laughs> Good morning, Danny. You're my idol. I hope I grow up be just like you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, of course, the Enterprise, City of Long Beach, and, you know, boats I, I fished on like you, Sergio, and and um, so it, it's all good. It's glad to hear. I'm just thrilled to hear from 
Don. I'm glad he called in this morning, and and I I won't I won't be talking about uh, soccer too much. I mean, I, I I'll admit this: I did watch Argentina all through the playoffs there, and and. Uh, I was pulling for you, Sergio. I yeah. had a lot of fun. I do like know that because he, we, you know, what's really funny, Donnie. He would give me the commentary. Danny would give me the commentary after every game. That's how I knew. Yeah, he watched it. Yeah, he would know oh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Now they're calling yeah, him. I did. They're calling him the ultimate goat. Okay, they've compared him. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. You know, they compared him to all the greatest soccer players of all time. Pele included, Maradona included, and like I said, the stats. There's he doubles and triples their stats. The things he's won that nobody else has won. The one thing that he didn't have was the World Cup. Now he has the World Cup. So for four years, I'm bragging. Now I love it. All right, so Donnie, um, let's. Uh, we've got some really good local fishing. I know the sand bass and and, and the sculpin is good. Um, I've also heard of some really good halibut. Uh, mostly on private boats, though. Um, but there's some good fishing. Uh, you mentioned something. I'm going to hold you to it. Predictions. You always give me a good prediction for the year. Okay, let me give you one more nostalgic news uh-huh. for a lot of people, especially long-range people. It's sad to say, one of the pioneers of the, the boats, not this people, but the qualifier 105 burn up this week. Up yeah. You know what? We, we talked about that earlier. I thought it was oh, a galley. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. Somebody, I thought it was the galley from the photos that I saw. But somebody wrote to me, it might have been in the engine room. Do you know anything? It was in the engine room, and then the photos you saw were coming out through the windows and all. So anyway, uh, too early to say if it's a total loss. I just want to say for a lot of people, long-range fishing, that and the, and the Royal Polaris, and, you know, they were the really first, first, first super long-range nice mm-hmm. boats that got everybody hooked on it. So it's I tell you, I've been here for that boat. I was on the Q105 uh, several times, and um, it's a great, great, it was a great platform. However, just want to remind people, the photos that you see, don't ask, because all the questions, how come there's no snow around it? And uh, Holly was mentioning here, he goes, oh, yeah, did you see the trees behind it? Okay, folks, this boat left San Diego, went up to Homer, Alaska, okay, and it, it became a research vessel. Okay, so it's nostalgic in the sense that we have fished on it, but it was a research vessel, and and it was in the boatyard when it caught fire. Thank God. I hope nobody got hurt. And that's why you see snow on the ground, mountains in the background, and pine trees. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that was a little bit of sad news there, Donnie. All right. Here's my forecast for everybody. Mm-hmm. Gonna be another great year. I'm gonna base this on the fact of the the tuna not going any place, but more importantly, it it was a phenomenal squid year in 2021 and uh, 2022. They're still out there all up and down the coast, the islands. There's lots of squid off Huntington Beach. Uh, the markets are all pretty well full, so the squid are you know they're really they're doing their thing. They're laying their eggs. There's gonna be a big spawn, and just for an example, if it's they spawn their eggs now in seven, eight, nine months. That spawn's going to be large again. So, uh, the middle of the summer, late summer. So, it's going to be a lot of squid. And there's not going to be, uh, there is anchovies and there's sardines. But between the three of them, there's going to be plenty of bait, plenty of forage for the fish. So, I look for some tremendous fishing again. Uh, I think we're going to catch a lot of tuna again. 
and uh, Yellowtail's going to be good. Seabass going to be good. I pray it'd be fantastic catch to Dorado, but you know, in my lifetime, and Danny can probably attest that we've never caught that many local Dorado you know, boats catching two, three hundred of them a day locally. So it's a lot to look forward to and to go fishing. We're going to have a couple trips this year on the Enterprise for Angler Chronicles. Mm-hmm. They don't have the dates up there yet, but be sure and uh, save those dates for you and get on. And we'll probably have one in the spring and one in the fall, whatever. Uh, well yeah i i'll send you the dates i sent you a text and um was waiting for your uh, response but yeah i got the dates for you i'll send them out today um also but i do have a question about the bluefin they haven't left and i know they travel they go everywhere they you know from one coast to the other around certain areas and stuff do you think they're actually uh breeding here now absolutely i mean yeah i'm as bad as the scientists i don't have any real data on that but just because of the numbers and it seems to be here more right. and more year round and they haven't left they must be breeding they, you know they must be breeding someplace the, what is the, when you catch a 20 pound bluefin a 30 pound bluefin 40 pound bluefin you know he's here he didn't start off as a little egg over in the sea of japan or north of japan and they made it all the way here that quick so it's uh they're definitely breeding here someplace and like i say if the fishing game wants to say, we'll prove it, I can't prove it. But they can't prove a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, let me just throw the, my, my two cents in this. I know through Captain Dave Marciano from Wicked Tuna, because he gives us a lot of information from what's happening with the eastern. Even, even though it's the eastern bluefin tuna is different, and there's a lot of similarities, okay? Um, these tuna, the way we look at it, it, they're trapped. Yes, we have some home guard bluefin tuna, because I mean, I mean, Danny and Donnie, both of you. I mean, there was a, there's a tuna club on Catalina for a reason, right? Okay, and um, I have heard and rumored and have experienced something like it, where you've got a fish that you can't stop on big gear, and you don't know what hit you. Okay, you're assuming it's a shark, you're assuming it's not, but it's it's a freight train, and they're saying that it could be some of those. Uh, above 200-pound bluefin running around the local areas. Okay, now, they're not necessarily in big schools. Those are more of the loner fish. Um, the fish get trapped, and then the fish get trapped in a water, uh, okay, depending on which way the current goes. But the other thing that's very important, and Donnie, you mentioned that they have to be, they have to have, there has to be food. There has to be bait, whether it's anchovy, whether it's mackerel, whether it's whatever it is, sardines, uh, uh, squid. So as long as you have the warmer water pockets and the food, you're going to have the tuna. Okay. Now the tanner's not been that great because the waves on the high point have been up to 50 feet. That's why they're they're going out to surf it. Okay. But um, that'll come down, and you can see the the weather's getting better and better. Now you said there was water that was 57 degrees over there, mm-hmm. Donnie. That's a surface temp, but a lot of the people are saying that the water down, you know, like 40, 50, 100 feet down is warmer than normal. Mm-hmm. The surface temp, that's what it should be this time of year, 56, 55. Okay, so it's good. All right, so uh, do I dare ask you the A word? Do you think the A's will <laughs> return? Well, I'm not going to say no just because of the, the Dorado, the mahi mahi that showed up in huge numbers. Mm-hmm. The, bio, the 
the scientists again, the biomass of the northern population of albacore is in phenomenal shape, very, very, very healthy. And uh, they're, just, they're only missing us by a few hundred miles. Every year in late September, October, they catch them in Monterey North. You know, they had excellent fishing again off of Washington and Oregon. So it, it wouldn't take, like you talked about, the atmospheric river when the height changes and it comes down just a little bit. It's not that far. They're not that far away from us. In fact, one of the boats from San Diego last year uh, ran up on a five-day trip and caught a bunch of albacore up off Monterey and mm-hmm. ran back down. So, it's so, possible. so let me pose this question to Danny and, and Donnie because you guys have been around uh, the longest and can remember because we haven't had albacore in at least 15, 15 or 16 years. So... Um, Danny and Donnie, 50-pound albacore is a very nice albacore. So you're catching 50-pound albacore or 120-pound bluefin. Which one do you prefer? Donnie? Well, in the old, the old days, I would have, I, the reason I say it, an albacore now is because in the last few years we've caught so many bluefin. It's, it's a wonderful fish to catch. But it's not uncommon anymore. A fifty-pound albacore, that'd be like, wow, that's fantastic. Okay. Well, you know, uh, Donnie, we we caught. Um, you you would remember the year probably more than I, but it was either eighty-two or eighty-three. We had sixty and seventy-pound albacore right out here in the channel between uh, Long Beach and Catalina. Remember that year? Yep, I very well, and actually, it lasted all the way in November because I was flying to Mazatlan. And I looked down, and about mid-channel, the Enterprise and the boats were all in mid-channel, like you know, 12 or 15 miles from Long Beach. There's an albacore. Yeah, and big ones, very big ones. Well, Sergio, you mentioned albacore, of course. Like like Donnie, I've caught a lot of them in my lifetime. Uh, I'm going back mainly in the 60s and 70s, where it was really good. You mentioned the qualifier. Corby, and I believe this was 85 or 86, he spent a summer working on the qualifier, and they were running uh, multi, multi-day trips during the summer, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half-day trips to San Quentin and that. They're actually Colonet, and it was just one bonanza albacore trip after another. I used to go down and see him between trips. So it kind of breaks my heart to hear anything uh, uh, adverse about the qualifier 105, because they'll always be a place in my heart for that for that vessel but um, well, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you, you know from you know, here, here's the other thing I was, I was just wondering you know would you rather pull on a 120 pound bluefin or a 50 pound uh, albacore that, that's basically I, be, believe me um, as I get older the 50 pound albacore sounds a lot better than a 120 pound bluefin pull, pulling on it you know but yes, it does. Uh, you know but because the albacore has a bit of uh even though we haven't seen them in a long time it, it's all nostalgia it's it's all because um, i mean it's, it's oh it tastes better really does it really taste that much better than bluefin um i don't know i don't eat fish so i can't say it but you know i just pound for pound you know uh albacore is a very nostalgic fish okay listen i promise Danny, I'll get you on the next uh, sure, <laughs> the next no break. Problem. All right. Donnie, hang on tight. Andrew, Holly, Ron, we'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA.
Eagles Radio. AM 830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and during the 5 to 7 o'clock hour on Saturday morning, it's also home to Argentina soccer. How's that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, um, Donnie, um, thank you for the prediction. I think, like you, it's going to be another great year. Um, uh, the only thing I tell anglers is this, be ready to adjust. One way or another. You know, we were just talking with Holly. Holly, actually, this is a great question for Donnie if you want to ask it. Well, Go ahead. Okay. You know, when we had this outstanding Dorado, first time I've ever seen it like this, we noticed in the kelp and a lot of the fishes that we were catching, bringing in and cleaning, they had eggs. So I'm assuming, because I've worked on fish farms, you know, they're, they're out there breeding. But do those survive? And are we going to have another big, big explosion of Dorado? Well, since we caught so many this year, and they're the, they are the fastest maturing fish, I would think so. You know, there's a, I can't remember the exact number, but I think uh, they tell you if you catch a four-pound Dorado in April or May, that same fish is going to be in the 30 and 40 pounds in November, December. That's how fast they grow. Yeah, they're the fastest growing uh, fish in the sea with a com- with a complete lifespan of no more than six years. Yeah, all right, and I I, just... and they've been up to a hundred pounds. So, uh, the one thing I would say, if they've got eggs, they party. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're ready to roll. Uh, the question is, do those eggs survive? Well, yeah, that's with what, the water temperature. That's see that, they... but that's why they go to to like um, a kelp patty. The eggs get out. They they find uh, refuge underneath the um, the patty. And then the whole ecosystem works. So, um, but they 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 drop thousands of eggs. They don't need. Oh, yeah. They only need a little portion of them to survive. Yeah. Question: This is a funny thing to see. You know, based on all the Dorado that we caught, and then all the logs were turned in. Do you think they'll up it from ten to twenty? <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, ten ten Dorado is more than anybody needs. That's yes. A, yeah. Perfect I, I example agree. of catching what they're fantastic eating, but it's a good example 
catching what you need, taking a picture and releasing the rest. Mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. All right, Donnie, give us all the information for Pierpoint Landing, uh, the city of Long Beach, and the Enterprise. Well, they can go to Pierpoint.net and book everything online now. And the Enterprise on a winter schedule is running Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at 6 a.m. In the city of Long Beach, still the winter schedule, they're running Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at 10 a.m. And uh, right now, no rockfish, you know, we're in the closure, but there's plenty of whitefish, good sculpting fishing, uh, lots and lots of bass. It's still excellent fishing. And just pick your, your, your weather window where it's not rainy or stormy. We are fishing local, so if you look and the wind is uh, nice for tomorrow morning, hop on and get on the boat, go out so you don't have to worry about running six or seven hours and finding that the weather changed. Good time to go fishing. Absolutely. All right, Donnie, it's been great talking to you, and uh, thanks for being my, my soccer supporter because it's you and me here. I have to fight the currents here. Well, thank you for letting me talk and flat my lips way too long. But thank you. Happy New Year to everybody, and uh, let's pray and help those people in the Ukraine. Oh, you got it, brother. I, uh, it. I just sent you the date, so um, thank you very much. All right, good fishing. All right, excellent. All right, thank you, folks. That was Don Ashley, an icon, a legend in Southern California, owner. Uh, of Pierpoint Landing, but he was a captain for many, many, many years in these local boats. In fact, I went fishing with him a lot. All right, uh, Danny, so you don't get any any music, but um, good morning. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. No, the music's okay. I, You know, one main thing before we get to the TV show for tomorrow, uh, I, I want to say good morning to Andrew, if he's still on the line, and Holly, nice to hear you in studio there this morning but mainly Sergio I want to say good morning and welcome back to our friend Ron Hobbs you know Ron um, we have really missed you and your contributions to the show every Saturday morning and I'm just glad to hear you back in there and and you're on the mend and and uh, you know better days are, are coming so welcome back uh, Ron Hobbs well you know thank you Danny and I, I got all your texts and all that and thank you very very much and you know I'm about 95 percent to where I was the only thing that I got to test out now and Serge and I were talking about the other day is get out there on the Freedom Boat Club and test out the sea legs because I definitely gonna need to do that so oh, um, yeah. okay yeah. but in advance I'm gonna put this out there one is in hindsight the other one's in, in, in prediction okay because I've had both these things happen. All right, folks, if I would have wanted to kill Ron, <laughs> okay, I would have, and people say, did you push him? I said, no, because if I would have pushed him, he wouldn't have made it back. So he made it back, and he recovered. So no, it was not, I wasn't even in the room when he fell. Okay, so no, it wasn't me. And Danny, if we go on the center console, and he falls in the water, because I've had, People from Rhonda found the water. Yes, you have. Okay. He said it. It's his sea legs. It's not me. Right. Okay. Because everybody said, I can't believe we're trying to kill your wife. And I said, look, she's on this side. I got her, right? If I would have wanted to kill her, I would have just waited a few minutes, let hyperthermia kick in, let her go ahead and drown, and say, oh, she fell, she drowned, and then recover the body, right? So I didn't do that. So just in advance, if something, if, if Ron falls in the water, I had nothing to do with it, okay? Now that the disclosure has been done, you guys go ahead and continue. 
But anyways, Danny, thank you very, very much. And it's always great that, you know, we've become really good friends over the years. And um, it's, it's you're part of family. And uh, it was great. And like I said, it, it, I'm so glad that Sergio was over there, you know. And everybody's saying, you know, boy, you did that in Mexico? That was some of the best service I have ever had. And I've been in the hospital a couple times. Uh, kind of helps when you got a guy that it, Yeah, it was pretty doggone good. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to do things. Uh, it, and unfortunately, they wouldn't let me fly, remember, Sergio? So I had to either take a lot of drugs and survive until I could get home or do the surgery. And, and we chose the surgery, and uh, it, it was a very wise choice. And um, so things happen. I want to thank everybody out there for um, all the well wishes. And, you know, and I'm not really a big um, – uh, Facebook guy and stuff like that, but every one of you, thank you very much. All right, all oh, right. Well, it, it's a it's a pleasure, and it's nice to hear you back in there, and and um, just just very glad. We'll look forward to the future. And yes, Ron, you mentioned family at Anger Chronicles. We are family, and we have been for uh, what almost a decade now. So it's all good. Sergio, let's go ahead and get to the show. I'll wait, 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 wait. You, know I can, you know I can't let that go. I just want to feel break okay. out in the sun. We are family. I knew it. I got all my sisters with me. Yeah, oh, my sisters yes. are right here. We oh, are that's family. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Holly. Hey, okay, We folks, both have long hair. Yeah, here it comes. Say, you, you guys can't see it. I'm in studio. They both have ponytails longer than my wife's hair. Okay, so I'm just saying. Okay, they, they have all these reasons why they do it. I don't know. And then they share something else. A lot of long hair. Yeah, but not a lot of top hair. Okay, so I don't know. Is that, you know, is that, I mean, you guys could do like three or four comb, or comb overs on top. No, that's yeah. good. Well, that'll never happen. I'm waiting for the Donald Trump look to come back. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. Danny Jackson, back to you, sir. Well, okay. Uh, you know, uh, just recently we had the brand new. Bay of LA episode, Bay of Plenty, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to follow up with that t- tomorrow with uh, another one of Baja Fishing Convoy's uh, episodes, uh, Orchid Martinez, of course, and we're going back to Cedrus uh, tomorrow morning at 8.30. Cedrus Frenzy is actually what we have titled the show. Of course, Ron Hobbs is on that trip, Ben Seacrest, uh, you, you caught everything there, Yellowtail. Calico bass, bonita, halibut. That's a very uh, exciting episode, very uh, educational, informational about cedras and about uh, Baja fishing convoys. You know, there's a lot of contact information there. Uh, and of course, I know you guys are going back to uh, LA Bay later this summer. So, anyway, it's a, it'll be a, it's a great episode. Don't miss it. It will premiere tomorrow morning at 8:30, Valley Sports West. And, of course, like all of our shows, Sergio, it will run five times during the week. So that's uh, that's what I want to let all of our listeners know. So tomorrow morning they can become viewers, Sergio. Appreciate it. I thank you for staying on because I think uh, sure. when Don, Don Ashley starts uh, sharing information, it's so valuable. Plus, um, it's information that you you could relive and you could attest to it and you've experienced it. So um it's oh, yeah. good stuff good yeah. stuff all right yeah. jackson um i do want to um, say the uh I, actually you know i i can let you be i've, I've had you on too long i know 
I know you like to get back to your your latte or your. Or what are you having? Chai tea? No, or? I I had one yesterday. I haven't had one since I hurt myself, and I it was so doggone gosh. good. I forgot. Yeah, I I forgot how Sergio and I were out uh, having a little bit of coffee, and and, and I forgot how good they were. <laughs> You know what? I, I can't live without chai lattes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that would be withdrawal. Okay, well, listen, you guys have a great weekend, uh, Ron and Sergio, Holly, Andrew, all you guys. And nice talking with you. And nice to update you on the Anglo Chronicles television, Sergio. So Thank you, Danny. Good weather, good weather coming, so everybody take advantage. All right. Thank you so much, Danny. Folks, all right. See you guys. Danny Jackson, the CEO of Filmdom. At Angler Chronicles, uh, unbelievable uh, producer and uh, friend. Many, many, many long years. He and I probably go back over 30 years, maybe close to wow. 40. All right, so uh, good, been always been a good friend. Um, but, Andrew, do you see what I'm surrounded with? You still with us? Besides some ponytails? Yeah, I see. No, I got these chai tea, <laughs> latte drinking, long-haired hippies, you know. Oh, what? The, yeah, the only good thing that I, I, I see these two in here is this. Um, if anybody, you guys ever fish with the, um, swim with the dolphins? You ever seen that thing? <laughs> Where that you kind of put your hands out there and they come to the fence? There I'm thinking I can grab both of those <laughs> both. Yeah, both ponytails oh, no. here. That's good. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We can make two-pound tests out of their hair. Uh, like I tell everybody, don't let the ponytail fool you. Yeah. yeah. Or how old I am. Well, I don't know. We're going to see if you fall off the boat. Maybe I will push you on this. <laughs> anyway. All right, listen. Before we go, I, I want to give you guys some information. This is important because we're going into show season. And so I just want to let you know this particular weekend, you got a couple of things. Have you noticed um, Ben wasn't here? Neither is Steve. They're up at Sacramento. They're doing the uh, sports and show, the Sacramento show. Uh, also this weekend, 20 through the 22nd, you have the boat show in Pomona, the Bard Hall. Bard Hall is back. And then you go to San Diego, February 16th through the 19th. Okay, that's in Del Mar. And then the Long Beach Bard Hall show will be at the end of March, March 29th through April 2nd. Okay, so that's going to be the Long Beach one. And then we have the PCS. The PCS runs what, uh, Ron? The 2nd through the 5th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's the one in Orange County. So the, a lot of stuff is going to be happening here really quick. February, March, I think we'll get all the shows out of the way. And uh, come out and see us. I think we're going to have a booth at the PCS show. No booth at Bart Hall. However, I'll be doing seminars at the Bart Hall show. Um, I think we we'll to be talking about, I don't know if yet, but I think it'll be Bay of LA, okay? Bay of LA, I think, will be the great, because it was such a great destination to go to. Cannot uh, wait. I want to talk to you guys about Bay of LA, but unfortunately, we're on a waiting list now. We've got, it's completely sold out, so got to wait on that. So when we come back, before we close the show, I'm going to give it over to Ron to share some of the boats that we're going to be playing with this year, okay? And uh, we'll go to that. All right, folks. Hey, it's a last. It's best medicine. You see that? Can it cure your disease, Holly? Oh, definitely. Okay, <laughs> growth hair bones. We'll be right back. This is Chronicles on <laughs> Angels Radio AM thirty KLA. We'll be right back.
Angels Radio. AME 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan lumberjack shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, the Zangler Chronicles. And as promised, okay, because this is these are the times that the boats go into rebuilding mode and you know, they, they repair. Well, this is the time that Angler Chronicles starts to set out the entire yearly schedule. And that is one of the key things that Ron does as the director of the Owner Hooks Fishing Schools. Uh, what's it look like? About how many charters this year? Right now, and we're still waiting for three new boats that we're going to add, and uh, we're going to add a, one of our old faithfuls. I'm not going to give out the boats yet because if something falls through, uh, we're going to add a couple other ones here locally. So we're looking at 32 trips. 32? And 32. Wow. That does not include Bay of LA and all the other right. stuff that we do. Um, uh, usual suspects, I mean... Uh, yeah, we're, we're looking, you know, like you heard Donnie, Enterprise. We're looking at the Helena, Victory, uh, Dana Wharf. Uh, and believe it or not, the schedule is about 90% done. We're just waiting for the new boats to uh, get back with us. And if they don't, the schedule's done. Um, you know, I went went and spent time. Sergio and I spent time with uh, you know the Eldorado, and 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 you guys wait until you see what it kind of look like. I was over there yesterday, and it is tore apart, and it is gonna. And I saw the, what they want to do. Incredible! You're gonna love the galley. You're gonna love the um, you know wheelhouse. Well, you can't go up there, but the, you know all the stuff that you can do. Uh, incredible! Uh, Captain TJ, which is part owner now. Uh, is really putting his heart and soul into it. And I can't wait to be on it, actually. It's, it's going to be good, really nice. But um, we have the usual suspects. And, you know, we have the Ocean Odyssey, which is our flagship uh, boat in, in San Diego. And as always, you know, the boat is in great shape and, and, and ready to go. And we have our usual uh, – I can give you the dates on those. Those will not change. Um, we do have, you know, which is considered Ron's birthday trip in July. It's July 12th through the 14th. And you call the landing on that one or book online. And I and on the schedule, I will put the online booking numbers. I mean, uh, uh, 
email address as well. So, and then we have our two and a half day in September, which is, um, guys, don't call yet. I haven't made this schedule to print all this stuff down and write it down, but the two and a half day is in September as it was last year. And you know what? I'm looking for it here, and I gotta find it. Oh, there it well, is. I'll September fifth through the eighth, uh-huh. and it's a two and a half day. And then we have the October trip, uh, October twenty fifth to the twenty. Yeah, so we're gonna have two. I think uh, of the longer trips, two two and a right. half days. One in, uh, up here on the El Dorado, the other one on. Uh, the Ocean Odyssey, as we always do. Those two, I can guarantee you, folks, everybody asks us, which ones do you film? Those two get filmed. Okay, so you're going to come out. Again, make sure you look good, because I, we can only do so much magic, okay? Um, and, and what and we're going to do is... Some people are going to need haircuts this year. Uh, I may introduce a, an Angular Chronicles code, a hair, a hair code, you know, a hair length code. Ron, could you, I, we could do that. And all I'll do is tuck it under my hat, and it'll look like I have short hair. Yeah, and I, so... I, I, but now, um, now, now, now we're tucking it too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, wait. All I want to say is this: I want to draw everybody's attention to the wonderful research that Andrew Mack does, and go to fishing uh, friends of fishing, um, friends of Angler Chronicles, and he posted something. What was the the eight best things with guys that wear ponytails? Oh, oh Andrew, no. now you're ten <laughs> feet under. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> but see, you weren't here, so I got to do his review. So I may have to do it again next year. Okay, so yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, all right. But anyways, uh, I am excited about this year. I know, and I, I agree with Donnie. And last year, you guys all remember when he made his prediction; it was one hundred percent spot on. Um, and like you said, they got tuner out there now at the Tanner and the Cortez, and you know, they're here. And I, as far as the Dorado. I don't think we're going to see anything like that again, mm-hmm. but that was incredible. But I do think they'll be out here. I, yeah. I like uh, Holly said that there were we saw a lot of eggs in these things. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to forget these things are important. So I, I'm, I'm sorry to right. but we can get back. Okay, guys, you, uh, mark your calendars. Okay, we do have a Taco Tuesday uh, at Michael's on the 31st of this month. So the last Tuesday of every month, we are having our. Uh, really a kickoff. That'll be the first, it's our first one, of, one of the year. Uh, please come out. Come and join us. Holly, you always come out. I'd love yeah. to have you. That'll be Taco Tuesday at Michael's. Then the next day, SoCal Anglers, the, the club, is having a meeting. And your guest speakers is me and Ron and Ben and Tony and Andrew. So um, yeah, whoever shows up, actually. So it all depends how many ponytails are in the air. Okay, but wow. I will. Uh, we'll be there. It's a Mama Cosas. We love those guys. They've always been good friends of ours, and uh, we're going to again try to give you some uh, fresh information, things you haven't heard from us yet, and um, we'll have a good time. All right, maybe we'll show up with something to give away, maybe some T-shirts, Ron. Maybe. Uh, well, I was going to say we will give t-shirts away on both the two and a half days everybody will receive an anger chronicles t-shirt the, the, you know we did that on the last trip right. i did and it was kind of cool i was able to give everybody that got on the boat a t-shirt and a that towel was, we'll have towel and towels and, and maybe a cup maybe a mug yeah it's more of a mug because a cup you know it's it's a tin cup right there baby uh, mug mug yeah mug. i gotta deal with both your mugs so bottom line is angler chronicles is looking for a fantastic year okay i've got my i got ron back uh tony's a little bit under the weather but he he's gonna make it okay well that'd be nice <laughs> yeah yeah he's fine he's just he's got he's got a sore throat uh well it got uh, jonathan too we weren't able to get a good, tony uh, if you grow your hair long you'll never get a sore throat 
<laughs> if you get if you grow your hair long, you have more chances to have lice. How's that? <laughs> you, you know what the funny thing is? Is I, I look at both these dudes, hey, and I'm in here. Stop I'm looking it. At, one's got a cap on. One doesn't have a cap on. And they both look really the same as Holly. I mean, it's a very, very thinning... Uh, and actually, so what? Andrew, 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 we we could probably play some some solar panels up there, okay, <laughs> on both of them. Okay, that way they can be good for California. And, and then they have the long-haired hippie, and I was like, you know, Grateful Dead. Hey, I, you know, um, that was such a long time ago. Yeah, what? Years ago, my mom wanted me to buy a toupee, and I said no. Oh no, man! I, this is me. If yeah. if they can't stand the way I look. But this is the way I am. You know? Well, do what I do. You know, it's like I'm I happily... close my eyes when I, look, when I talk <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, I know. I'm happily married. I don't have to go out looking for What's somebody. What's his name? And yes. you know what? <laughs> oh, God. That's um, so wrong. That's you know, so wrong. I, and I grew my hair long because you know what? I had to have short hair my entire life. And... I'm not going to do it anymore. I my motto around my house is so. Let me go I to the local marine. We we have an internal marine here. Uh, uh, what do you think, uh, earthworm marine? Short hair, or long hair? Andrew. Well, if I could grow my hair out, I would. But Thank you. It's well, so see, much, you know, you, you have the solar panel issue coming too, right? You have the solar yeah, panel yeah. thing up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have that thing. I don't have that problem. I, and I, I, mean, I could have that problem, but I have to shave my head and it would just grow back. I'm not worried about having a, the thinning on the top. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it that's, okay, well, that's, that, that, that's the first part. You guys didn't get the second part. And then as we see these oh boy. thin strands going longer and longer and longer. I don't longer. have thin strands. Neither does he. His um, hair's thicker than... No. No, no mine's they're, thinning they're out. Thin, they're thin. Holly, uh, stick the, it up the here, color fades. The color fades. And they're turning like, like, like where the qualifier 105 is very snowy. Very, <laughs> one hey, more I've snow always had one. <laughs> yeah. Well, my question, my thing, if you guys gonna put on these rubber bands on your, they, at least go get your hair dyed. Okay, I can just see it, Ron, oh, in red hair. You like the red? You know what? Be I red. think I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Would you still be okay with you? <laughs> See, I knew I'd well, shut him what up I real quick. I, I, what if I show up with green hair? <laughs> I knew that would hair. make him quiet real quick. No, that's I, I, okay. Um, Andrew, we may have to rescue somebody at sea. <laughs> <laughs> Not by me. You just, go, and, just think of some of the guys we fish with. <laughs> I got a, I got a, um, a text from Mike Blue. He goes, make mine a blue long sleeve <laughs> already. <laughs> Will do, Mike. Hey, look, Blue, we had this discussion over the text last week, okay? Um, he, was, he says, hey, sorry, I only got one more blue rod. Because, you know, the blue one? Yeah, he, he did. That used to be my signature. I already had a conversation with all of us. So, Lisa, I'm trying to come up with a brand new color. Maybe some, uh, I don't know, we'll have to come up with, with something. We have the all black, which is my favorite. I Guys, know Oliver is for listening. For 2023, you guys got to get in the all black series. He designed with GT yeah. the most gorgeous. It's black on black. Yeah. It is simply spectacular. We've cut the weight even more. Okay, so if you want a light rod, you know, yesterday I was in my garage looking at the rods, and I go, this one's, it seems short. And I go, but if it's really thin, pick it up really light, put it in my hand. It was a 700 XH, and I'm going, this thing is an XH? It's unbelievable. <laughs> By the way, you better bring them. 
Okay, yeah. you're going to need yes. them in the East Cape. East Cape, I only want to see heavy, extra heavy, and extra, extra heavy. I want two speeds reeled. I want the big stuff. These things are coming to, to get you. The only thing I'll let you get away with is a solid bass rod with 30 or 40 pound test for the Cabrilla. And everything else, let it go. Remember, the Cabrilla, folks, is actually a grouper. It's a leopard grouper. All right, and if you're lucky enough to come up with one of those orange things, I had one chase it. I wanted to get on TV, but we didn't. And like we always say, uh, eat, keep what you're going to eat, release the rest, release as many as we can. Absolutely. You know, right. all the golf grouper, we, and you know, the captain over down there said, you know what, he's a marine biologist in charge of one of the islands there, and he said, just, you know what, just release them to make sure that people can, can, can do their thing. All right, well, listen, I'll see you next week here, Holly, for the monster truck. Right? Oh, yes, I'll be out there in the parking yeah, lot. Monster, so. right? he'll be loitering in the, in the parking lot. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Ron, you ready to go to breakfast? I am. That'll Where are we my going? First breakfast. We're going to Mel's today. We're going to Mel's. We're going okay. to Mel's. So. The one thing I'll tell you about Mel's: bring cash. Bring yes, please bring they cash. Take, they do not take. It's almost like a dispensary, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I've never been into one. All right. Well, thirty <laughs> seconds is what I got. So again, Ron, welcome back. I'm I'm glad you're still alive because people are getting worried. If yeah. I had really killed you or not, well, I didn't kill you, so I know, you're I'm back here. now. Now, now, if something happens to you, I had nothing now to do with it. Now he's going to kill me. All right. So, everybody, thank you so much, Leilani. Thank you uh, for your work back there, Holly. Well, thank you it's for having me. It's hard to say Holly without saying Randall. And I know. Harry, right? I know. <laughs> okay, it's the but, three uh, amigos. The three yes. amigos. Okay. Well, everybody, have a good one. Please stay warm. It is going to be a chilly one. And hopefully we get more rains and get these uh, levels up. Earthworm, have a good one. Don't bet too much money. Folks, Angler (laughs) Angler Chronicles, we'll see you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.